Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Tuesday. Happy Gray Day. What's going on over there, Gordon? Kind of a brownish gray, really, your uh, your theme today as you continue on with your it's streak. Defi- it's definitely brown. But, am, I, uh, am I crazy or does that look more gray to me? Austin? Uh, Adrian, Lloyd said taupe, and I said gray, but as the sun now hits your shirt, it's not brown. It's it's, It's, it's brown. It's more of a gray. I think it's more of a gray, too. It's definitely not taupe. That's remarkable to me that you guys would say, because that is brown. The hat looks brownish. The hat is definitely brown, and this is brown, too. It's just faded. Now that I could see, because it's faded into like a purplish. <laughs> you know, one time it's gray. I remember getting in a in a vehement argument over the color of an outdoor outboard motor on a boat, and to me, it was uh, gray, and to many other people, it was green. But it was the it was the reflection of the water, the green water, I think. So whatever reflection is coming. I'm multicolored. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Whatever. Gray theme today. It's brown. It's definitely gray. It's brown. Can we send out the picture? That that will be today's theme. Is what oh, color okay. is is Gordon actually wearing? And that is not brown. Incriminating audio bet on it. On whether people will vote, whether that's gray well, that or might brown. Might sway the vote one way or the other, but it's brown. It's definitely brown, and the hat is absolutely brown, because when I bought it, it said brown. Right there on it. So well, I know what I'm looking at, and I'm looking at a gray hat. Well, the, <laughs> see, I want gray. it to be brown for the uh, picture that I have in mind for today's tweet. It's, so it is, I'm going to go with brown. It is so brown. Okay. I, I mean, now I'm really starting to worry about your Okay, eyesight. look, look, look here, Gordon. The, the table in front of us. That's a chocolate brown. The table in front of us is brown. That's a now chocolate I, brown. Now I would like you to hold your hat next to the table in front of us no, here. No, I know what color the hat is. I have it's it on gray. my head. It, it is brown. gray. You, I'm just, I'm going to ignore it. I'm not going to start the show this way. Uh, after what happened yesterday, I am not going to start the show 
This what? way. What, what do you mean, what happened yesterday? You were argumentative about darn near everything. I'm always argumentative. I would say the sky is blue, and you would say it's green. You it's were, chocolate blue. You were particularly wrong yesterday. <laughs> of that, course. That's really of all. And that's and fine. Ain't no all, good all guys. That, ain't no bad guys. All, all, all that. That's all. We just disagree, but it makes me feel sorry for Naz. Why? Because she has to put up with us 24 7. Oh, that's, that's like number 150 on the stuff she has to put up with. <laughs> Your, your contrary soul. Yeah, right. Yeah, and she finds it charming. <laughs> oh, does she now? Okay. See, your sweatshirt is gray. That's gray. It is also gray. But yeah. That and this are two completely different colors. This is a little lighter, but yeah, it's not way really. Different. They're they're both gray. Right. Okay, hold on a second. They're both. Gordon's coming over here. The, look, Austin. It looks even grayer next to mine. It is brown. It is that is the that it's, is it is somewhere between the brown and the gray that scale. That is the grayest shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> Stop it. It's it's you know what the band of the day today, Grateful Dead. Let's hear a touch of gray. <laughs> we just we did we did uh, Grateful Dead not that long ago. So I'm I'm not. I hey like, hey. I like well, Grateful actually, Dead, it's a total request Tuesday. How about your favorite gray songs? Songs about the word gray. Songs about the word gray. Or Brown. Or by David Gray. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to do Gray because this is not Gray. It's Gray. You're, you're wearing Gray. <laughs> this is what we'll do. Every other break will be a Gray song and every other break will be a Brown song. That's what we'll do, children. See, if you, uh, Andrew Reinhardt from so uh, true. Wasatch that Medical is Clinic so accurate, Austin. Is, is here as well. And he's out there in the, uh, in the zone lobby. And he is also wearing Gray. Now, okay, here's what we do. He cannot hear us right now. No. So He's when wearing, he comes in, ask him okay. without swaying if you what both color? neither can sway, and that will determine the, the, the color. What he's wearing is charcoal. Which I is hate a this. version of that, gray. That is gray. Your sweatshirt is gray, and this shirt looks nothing like your sweatshirt. That's a different shade of gray, but gray nonetheless. All oh right, let's gosh. let's send out the picture, Austin. And we'll let uh, we'll let people decide. Okay. Uh, our friend you Chasta trailer on Twitter says, "Are you in a better mood today, Jake?" Yes, I'm in. A, I'm in a fine mood. Well, I'm, I'm not now. Why? Because I had to put up with you yesterday, and now you're starting out on the same it's path. Not my fault that you wore a gray shirt. <laughs> it's <laughs> it brown. My... I purposely wore a brown shirt, and I had another brown shirt that I was going to wear, and I said, "No, I'll wear this one. It's a little faded, but I will wear it anyway." You would have called the other one gray too, because you're colorblind. Did you know you were colorblind? I'm not colorblind. And and by the way, colorblind, you don't really, I believe, have trouble determining gray and brown. I think it's what more, are the isn't colors? it like oranges and greens that you struggle with? Or what, do, what do you think it is? I'm not sure. I'm not colorblind. Oh. But uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you, it might be. you have a tough time making out things like greens and oranges, I think. Somebody can let us know. But, but that certainly is gray. It's brown. It is brown. I can't believe this they, is upsetting you I, I, so much. Because yeah, it's, I mean, it is so brown that it's not even a question. See Austin's mustache? That's brown. <laughs> Jake, this is a lighter shade of brown, it, it, and it's faded from the sun. That's why it's this way. It was brown when I bought it. Now it's been faded in the sun a little bit, but it's still brown. I don't care what color it was when you bought it. It's gray now. Brown doesn't turn to gray. It does. Look, I'm looking right at it. 
All right. I apologize for this argument. This is it a, may be the dumbest one, and that's saying something that we've ever had well, on this show. Well, I just I think I think Andrew will help us make up our mind here, and I think we do need to get some photo evidence out uh, into the social media verse. To, to get to the bottom of this. I am confident in my position. You in are. In fact, I am willing to do incriminating audio a bet. Are you? I am. All right. You're not. What do you mean why I'm not? You're not. So, so just a simple Twitter poll, brown, gray, they select which one they think it is? Yeah, except for I have a feeling it's going to slant against me because people like to make fun of me, and I, I, I can accept that. But I'm just looking for accuracy right, right now. Lisa's pet name for me is... Bowler. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. We've heard this story a hundred times. Let's move on. That's a good story. I don't think I can top that. Are you going to play his? I hate amateurism. Pay those college athletes. <laughs> I love your stories, Gordon. Please tell another. Why would we play mine? Why would we play mine? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Austin. Because I like yours. <laughs> anyway. I like Jake's too, but yours. Speaking are. of uh, paying. Uh, college players uh, that's in the news today it is in the news today and uh, we can get to that speaking of something that we're inevitably going to disagree on see we don't have i don't have to be in a bad mood to disagree with you gordon it just it's the natural discourse of the show (laughs) it happens it's all right (laughs) yeah but sometimes i sometimes i think it just depends on which side of the bed you get out of you know and then you're that you're going to lean that way that day now there are certain things that are constants and that's one of them, the the, the not paying the players in no. college. I, I know you've been consistent with that, except for when we recorded you saying the exact opposite. Yeah. Well. What do you bet this phone call we have right now is, are they going to talk about the jazz or not? <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, well, we, we can do whatever you want to do uh, over there, gray boy. Should we talk about the jazz? Yes. Uh, yeah, should we? Okay, mm-hmm. let's get to the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Three right side, no good. Rebound comes down to Ingles. It was hard away. No, it was Finney Smith again. Ahead is Niang to the rack. The minivan just went to the top floor and jammed it with the right hand. 119-114. It's a five-point game. We're into clutch time. Jazz played a back-to-back. They got to tighten up for two minutes here. Donovan, one-on-one, driving on Finney Smith, their best defender. Hands it off to Rudy. Drop steps and packed it on Porzingis. Oh, my. Rudy Gobert. Don't do me like that. Donovan, guarded by Hardaway. They switched Finney Smith on him. Donovan drives, lost the basketball. Picked back up by Gobert. Hands back to Donovan. Donovan works the right side. Brzingis comes to him. Baseline fadeaway jumper. Good. Donovan Mitchell, you are marvelous. All right. Uh, big night for the Utah Jazz. They held on to beat the Mavericks last night, Gordon. They have now won three consecutive games. They led by as many as uh, as 20 in this one, Gordon, but uh, held on for a 123-119 to victory. And uh, Jordan Clarkson uh, continued his red-hot play of late, and we see the 25 points on an efficient 10 of 17 shooting. But how about this, Gordon? Jordan Clarkson had eight assists last night. Yes, he did. His, his impact on the Jazz is remarkable to me. I wrote about it today at sltrib.com. Uh, that's all I could think of in watching that game last night. That the contribution 
this guy is making to the Jazz is fascinating. He's always been able to score, I get that, but now he seems to have a, a uh, he motivated by purpose and by need. He knows his team needs him, and he knows his team can be really good with him. And that combination is making him play even better than he has over his some of his other stops. And uh, it's infectious, really. You saw Moutier come in and play really well. What, you're going to stop mid-sentence so Austin can take a picture? You are a vain, vain man. <laughs> I mean, you're right in the middle of a point. Austin comes I made in my point. To, to take a picture, and all of a sudden it's... In the middle of a sentence, just so you can uh, make sure to get a good smile. Well, I had to make sure that the brown came through. And how did you accomplish that? I think by, by being straight on <laughs> to the camera as opposed to being reflecting off the sky. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's full of it. It's uh, Clarkson's uh, contributions are catching. And Moutier uh, had his say in what was going on. And the Jazz were sagging in that second half, man. They, it, without that contribution off the bench, I think they lose that game. I do too, but I, I thought Locke made a really terrific point when we talked to him in the postgame show where he said, this is, that game is why you build up a 20-point lead at halftime. It's because you're on the second night of a back-to-back. You know the second half. You're probably going to run out of gas a little bit. And they certainly did. I mean, it was obvious. The Mavericks reeled them back in and actually did it in pretty short order in the third quarter. And then, to your point, see, I'm not arguing. I'm adding. I'm agreeing. I'm not arguing with you. I'm I'm, I'm building up your your point. Okay. Uh, The value of Jordan Clarkson last night is when it got to 84-80 and that lead was down to four Mm -hmm. points. Clarkson, he's a walking bucket. He can go out, and he and I know the Jazz gave up a twenty-seven to one run a, a few games ago, but he can stop the other team's run and kickstart a run of his own because he's that good offensively. And I think his defense is suspect. Certainly, he's not terrific, but yeah, the, the nice defense block. He had a block, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, well, I guess that plays to my point where it his care factor is really high. Yeah. A lot of times, I, I think with some of the the six men in the league that are that are you know professional scorers, a lot of times the, they're they're almost uh, mercenaries in a way where I'm going to come in and I'm going to do my thing and then I'm going to sit down and the, the the care factor isn't necessarily high because that's your one role and that's what you do. But his effort on defense is really really good. His effort all the way around is really good, and that's sort of the right. same point I was making about about him knowing his circumstance here and knowing he's needed and knowing that if he plays well for this team they could be one of the best teams in the west and so he it's even more fuel on that fire and so yeah i i'm impressed by what uh, this kid is doing and i i think the jazz are awfully happy to have him because picture dante exum in that role how would that have gone last night? Oh, it wouldn't have. Uh, speaking to your care factor thing, did you see his reaction at the after Bogdanovich hit the shot in Houston? Everybody was excited. I, I you saw the the uh, the the uh, what was it uh, the, the the cluster I guess of jazz players who were celebrating, but who was hopping up and down on the edge of that huddle like like Jiffy Pop on a hot stove? It was Jordan Clarkson. He seemed more excited than anyone in that moment, and that speaks to exactly what you were talking about. Yep. 
And in that game, let's not lose sight of the fact that Quinn Snyder, and he talked about, Jordan talked about this in the postgame, Quinn Snyder was going to put him back in with about four minutes to go. And he said, hey, those guys are, those guys are rocking. Let them go. <laughs> I mean, he basically said, no, you don't need to put me back in the game. All good. They're playing. They're doing just fine. Let me know if you need me. I had second doubts uh, or second thoughts. At that period yeah. in the game, against, I thought maybe against Houston. May, maybe uh, no, no. I I meant I meant yeah. I thought I'm sorry. I thought you were talking. about It was last the Houston night. game that okay. he, that that right. happened. It was you. against the Rockets. Yeah. Well, either time it would have been advantageous probably to have him in the game, but the other guys got the job done, so it, it doesn't matter. But that speaks to uh, a pretty good teammate. I think so too, and I I think he's fit in very well uh, with what the Jazz are doing as a culture, even though his game isn't traditionally what we think of um, as Jazz basketball, right? I mean, because the, the blender, the blender yeah. ball movement, and, and his assists aside, because he, he moved the ball great last but, night. But, 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 but Jake, I remember you and I having this conversation last year saying, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch the Jazz offense and all that, but wouldn't it be nice to have a guy you could just hand the ball to and let him do his thing and get you a basket? And that's well, what he does. Well, Donovan Mitchell can do that at times, but Jordan Clarkson can do that too, and maybe Mike Conley can as well. And that's that's a nice uh, nice little characteristic to have to your team when you need it. That picture Austin took, it, it's gray. <laughs> That's the grayest picture I've this ever is, seen. This is getting uh, more reaction, like right down the middle, than the old gold dress or blue dress it's, or whatever. It's, it's it was. wild how anybody could call that brown. <laughs> I see it, it both. It, it is, I see both. It is brown. It is not brown. It is brown. It is not Jake, brown. I'm really starting to question starting what to, you're able to see, and that is you. that doesn't even have any shade of gray in it. Is Wait, gray. did I misspell gray? Or did you misspell gray? Oh, I probably misspelled okay, gray. Right, right, right. I just swiped no. it in on my phone. Oh, is it EY or AY? You can go either way. Yeah, well, that's, but I think, that's helpful. Well, yeah, you see, you're right either way. Okay. I, I think gray AY is probably more acceptable. But well, I mean, while we're mind. while we're arguing ridiculous things, yeah, let's argue how to spell gray. <laughs> I don't know. I just swipe on my phone and it spits out words. Uh, gray though. That, I, I can't that, believe anybody that else is, is seeing brown. it. And then I said, and then I said, now look, this is brown, and then the writing on the front of the shirt is kind of a beige. It's kinda, white, and he says it's white, but my this shirt is white, and that does not look like this. You're crazy. All right, uh, one more thing I wanted to bring up real quick, and we can uh, we can talk about this uh, throughout the day as we converse about the Jazz. But Rudy Gobert last night was 17 and 16, and and Ben Anderson brought up this point in the post game. I, th- I thought he was right on. You look at Kristaps Porzingis's line where he had 28 points, seven of 17 shooting, only had five boards by the way, mm-hmm. uh, had a couple of blocks. But you look at those, uh, the compare the stat lines. You say, oh, you know, Porzingis had a good night, and and Rudy was Rudy. You kind of don't think much about it. Rudy dumb. Dominated Chris Stapps last night. Dominated. Oh, I mean, pushed him around poor, all night. Yeah, I'll agree with that, but poor Singers hit some nice shots from distance. Did he? Yeah. He was three of nine. Uh, well, I'm, I didn't say he was a particularly efficient. Seven of 17. I, I was wholly unimpressed with poor Singers last night. I, I think his shot selection indicates a lack of effort. I think uh, they need a big guy. 
because I don't think he's that. I know he's seven three, but uh, they he he is not he is not a, a big. And maybe they you know the five out is kind of a trend, and that's probably what they want to do offensively. They shoot, they shoot how many threes did they put up last night? But uh, I was uh, but against a player like Rudy, they're in real trouble. Uh, they shot forty three threes. Yeah, they, they like this. They, they like shoot the second it, most in the NBA yeah. behind the Rockets. Yeah, and that was without Luca. I mean, they had. Two players with ten shots or ten total threes. Well, um, yeah, and Doncic would have made a big difference for that team. Uh, let's say it the way it is. They've He's actually one of the best played players in the world. They've played pretty well without Doncic, though. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but they've they've actually played pretty well without him. Porzingis has been better, in fact, without Doncic. I have a feeling that had Doncic played in that game last night, it, it, it would have really hurt the Jazz. Why? They beat him with Doncic here. I know, but it was there. And they haven't been good at home. They're they, 500 they, at they home. They barely beat them by four points at home without probably the third best player in the league. On the second night of a back-to-back, and they were up by 20. <laughs> Jake, I can't believe you're arguing this point. That Their effort would have been, their overall uh, performance would have been much better with Doncic in the lineup. And just in the past couple of weeks, they got smoked by the Rockets without Harden and Westbrook, and then you plug those two players back into the Rockets and the Jazz win. Wait, wait, wait a second. So what wait, are, wait, what wait, are wait, you talking wait, about? Wait, well, generally, teams play better with their best players. Well, and let me let me add to it. Where did the Jazz get smoked by the Rockets with without uh, those two players? Where were they? I understand. I believe that. it was here, but it doesn't. And, I mean, and where were they I'm when they beat them? I'm generally speaking that you play better with your best players. But in that case, that wouldn't prove to be true. <laughs> there's exceptions. There's outliers to darn near they everything. Just beat Dallas. At Apparently, home. there's an outlier that this is Brown. That's gray. And we already got a, a, a tweet from somebody who says just they are voting Brown just to uh, upset me. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was, Thank you. Did you just I, I'm, I'm, I am begging, please, for the love of man, please. Even if you hate my guts, please, on this particular issue, I'm begging. Andrew Reinhardt is here, our friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic, uh, 801-901-8000. First of all, good afternoon, Andrew. How, you doing, How are guys? you? I'm doing well. Okay, we need your help here. <laughs> okay. Now, you, you, Gordon has been doing this color theme. You saw yesterday oh, yeah. he was all he was red. in the red. Yeah. yeah. And today, what color would you say that Gordon has gone with today? Gray. Bam! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Yes. What did I miss? This is brown. Gordon is convinced <laughs> that this is, is brown. This is brown. I, my wife this and I is argue gray. About this very you, do you argue with your wife? She thinks th- everything's brown. I think everything's maybe gray. Maybe this is a thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe this gray brown thing because this couldn't be any more brown to me. You're wearing a you're wearing a gray hat <laughs> and a gray shirt, Andrew. <laughs> I've been doing radio with Jake probably for, well, I've in one form or another, probably for a decade. Uh-huh. Today, I may punch him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Today, wow. I may punch him. And I officiated at his wedding. Yeah. Because, <laughs> all right, but I might punch him. Because I'm pointing out that you wore a gray shirt. See, his sweatshirt is gray. Also, also gray. gray. Also yes. gray. Yeah. Is this the yeah. same as that? It is a different shade. It is a different shade of yeah. and Andrew's wearing a different shade of gray, yeah, but also but charcoal. also gray. Yeah. That's yeah. charcoal. Yeah. Charcoal gray. What do you mean that's charcoal? Like is there in the basic box of crayons, is there a charcoal? <laughs> I can't believe it. This is amazing. Andrew, it's great to see you, by the way. <laughs> this is like this is like the gold this is you're exactly right. It's like that gold blue thing. <laughs> 
or black. What no, was it's, it's nothing like that. What was that? Because you're wearing gray. Everybody was arguing over the color. This Our, is split. Apparently, this is split down the middle, Austin says. All right. Uh, Andrew is with us, Andrew Reinhardt. And of course, he no, is I'm here. Punch him. He is here to settle our <laughs> disputes. Do you have a procedure where it will yeah. stop me from punching yeah. you? Yeah. Decrease the anger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk right, about right, Valentine's Day coming up. Raise other things and uh, lower. Oh, yeah. good. Really? Yeah. I paused for that. <laughs> Can we, okay, can we move on? I apologize. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. Uh, and you're helping guys with their relationships. Bottom line. We are. Yeah. Uh, acoustic wave therapy for erectile dysfunction has been a game changer. Um, I always talk about patient satisfaction, success stories. Um, I talked about a 76-year-old guy who was seeing good results. We saw just this morning a guy that was older than that, 80, um, and guys in their 20s and 30s. Here's what I would say when it comes to erectile dysfunction. If you are noticing the early stages, never have I seen it correct itself without something like this. Medication doesn't correct it. It maybe temporarily gives you a Band-Aid. Acoustic wave therapy treats the root cause problem of ED. You'll get better, and it will not get worse. You'll get that blood flow back when you want it and where you want it. So kind of to sum it up, there really are a lot of good candidates out there. There's yeah. not, I mean, not too old, not too young. If yeah. you're having these issues, like like millions of Americans do each and every day, yeah. you could be a candidate for this treatment. I don't see many people that are not a good candidate, so just about everybody can benefit. Now, to be totally sure, we do a doctor screening. Mm -hmm. um, he'll sign off on you, look at your medical history, look at some medications you're taking, uh, and be able to tell you what kind of results you can expect before you get started. 801-901-8000 is the number to call, and you mentioned that uh, doctor screening that's free for our listeners it is yeah call us now it's totally free it's no obligation this is not a pressure situation you can come in just get the information also um call us now get started on our treatment we've got a special valentine's gift for you that produces instant results in the bedroom I have never seen it fail, so we're going to throw that in for free as well. Well, tis the season, it right? It is the season. 801-901-8000. Give them a call right now. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. And thanks for settling our dispute. Golly, he's a smart man. I've said that for a while. Smart, perceptive. He's really good at uh, his areas of expertise, which uh, color is apparently not one of them. Stay tuned. More next. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Macy Gray, for uh, your Total Request Tuesday, we're doing songs about uh, Gray. Could we not have gone with Jackson Brown? No. Andrew decided. You're going to go after the client now? I thought we were going to go back and forth. Unless Andrew decided one or the other. Which he did. Uh, Band of the Day brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Get your requests in now at Austin Horton, your favorite Gray song. <laughs> Because Gordon is, is wearing a gray shirt. I understand why some people might think it's kind of got a little hint of gray to it, but it's definitely brown. And if you saw it in person, you would definitely think so. But because your sweatshirt is gray. Look at the wall behind me in the picture. That is gray. 
you realize there are different shades of gray, like like there are different shades How of many? brown. And How many shades of gray are there, Jake? At least 50. 50. Uh, <laughs> however, that, what you're wearing, is not a shade of brown. That is that is a shade of It is a faded gray. brown, as is the hat. The table is brown. <laughs> Jake, there are different shades of brown, Jake, just like there are different shades of gray. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people are colorblind. Uh, I, that, because that's I've known people who have been colorblind, and they the, most of them were very you know uh, didn't make a big deal about it. But uh, uh, you I, haven't I, listened I, to Tony and Austin, gonna, have you? I was going to say Tony talks about it quite a bit. Does he? I I, I don't know. I because I haven't. <laughs> I yeah you know, I got my own you know burdens to carry, but I don't have that one. Uh, what are, what burdens do yeah, you carry? What burdens Please, are you carrying? Please. My partner on the show every day. Uh, I am not. Oh, like, I got burdens. Believe me, I got burdens. And two cars to carry them with. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. That stuff. <laughs> that stuff doesn't. That's not the important. Managing two furnaces is very difficult, Austin. Paying someone to plant your garden <clears throat> difficult. <laughs> to, to blow snow, blow your driveway. Very difficult to fix the freezer don't, when don't, the peas are blocking don't, it. Don't get me started on the important things in life that I've had to uh, manage. <laughs> Just like the the like pulling the lever on the recliner. Lisa, <laughs> you know, well, this recliner won't work. So much that Gordon talked to Tom about getting an automatic one. Oh, that's a good move, though. I did that with Tom a, a few months ago. Not a bad one. Game changer. Yeah, right. What? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You, I, I'm you're, trying you're speechless. Not, no, I'm just. I'm just trying to be calm in the face of all this commotion. I'm trying to be just float along, all smooth, and not get all worked up because you guys are being difficult. I love that you just used the word commotion to describe. <laughs> Trying to stay calm in the commotion. <laughs> That's great. All right, real quick, Gordon, I, I want to run this story by, by you. Um, did you see uh, what Joel Embiid threw out there on Instagram yesterday? No, I didn't. Uh, so was it he was complaining about one of his teammates. No, he was actually quoting uh, Batman. Um, he, the, I guess, the picture of is Embiid holding up the shush sign while on the floor, right? Okay. And here's the quote. Quote, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Hashtag the process. Then. What the hell does that mean? Hold well, on. Jake, what, what? Is that a home game or an away game? Uh, it looks like a home game. Yep. Yeah. It is, in fact. Yeah. They were booing him when he shushed the home crowd. So then to kind of, you know, add some intrigue onto things, guess who commented on the Instagram post? Ben Simmons. Jimmy. James Butler. Oh, did he now? Yes, he did. And he said uh, this, quote, I know a place where villains are, uh, villains are welcome, unquote. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. South Beach? You know, I, I find what's going on uh, with, with Philadelphia kind of fascinating. We asked uh, Chris Mannix about it yesterday to talk about kind of what's going on there. That that team, it's, it's coming to a head because Elton Brand has not managed things all that well. And we yeah. can get into those details. But, uh, I mean, signing Tobias Harris to that deal isn't looking too great. And letting Jimmy Butler go 
isn't looking too great. Yeah. And now he's got two stars that don't work well together. He's eventually pro. Well, I, I should say he's likely going to have to choose between them. And right now, I think where the the hero villain thing is coming in is. Folks in Philly are siding with Ben Simmons and not necessarily Joel Embiid. And if you paid attention to some of the kind of rumor fodder around the trade deadline, Brian Windhorst uh, mentioned this on uh, one of his podcasts, that there was some buzz around, you know, what the interest would be in Embiid. Not that he was, you know, close to being traded or anything, but that there was word out there that he might be available at some point. And so I, I want to get your take on what's going on in Philly because I find it fascinating that they're absolutely going to pick the wrong player. Well, first of all, I think Embiid's the more important player. Uh, he may be more vulnerable to injury. That's true. Uh, ben Simmons can't shoot. You've been saying it since the very first day. He can't shoot. He can do a lot of other things pretty well. but Yeah, like be tall. Uh, yeah, but he moves well. He plays defense well. He, uh, you know... He his mid range to close range game is pretty good. Mid range, not so much. Close range, sure, I'll give you that. Where do you think his uh, the limit uh, for his effectiveness Ooh, is? Let me uh, let me bring up those numbers for a second. Okay. And, uh, we can we can actually examine. You think that. it's ten feet and in? Fifteen e- feet might even be closer than that. Hang on. Wow. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I've I've examined his shot charge uh, before, and it's it's fascinating in its let's see here so uh gordon guess he takes 99 percent of his shots as two pointers which of course is not a surprise um 63 percent of his shots come from zero to three feet which is a wow. extraordinarily high number well a, a lot of players it's either it seems like in the modern nba it's either a three-point shot or it's a shot around the basket well in his case it's almost it's always a shot, shot around, around the best. All right, so from three to ten feet, Gordon. So just outside of the restricted area, he's thirty point nine percent of his shots. From ten to sixteen feet, he takes three point nine percent of his shots. Sixteen to thirty, he takes one. Or, uh, excuse me, sixteen feet to three point, he takes one percent of his shots. And then, of course, we know about his three point shots. So let's. But, exa- but here's your mid range for the percentage, okay. just to answer your question. So he's seventy two point five percent from zero to three feet, which you'd, you'd you expect. Mean, you mean uh, field goal percentage made? Yes. Okay. So seventy, basically seventy three percent. Three to ten feet, Gordon, thirty seven point two percent, which is not terrific. No. Uh, 10 to 16 feet, he is 13%. Wow. And then actually 16 to 3 point, he's a little bit better at 33%, but he doesn't take very many of those shots at all. So from mid-range, he's really not very good, but he's really good by the basket. I mean, 72.5%. You're right. He, he can finish by the basket, but that's, that's where it pretty much ends. Those numbers confirm what you would, you would uh, suspect uh, via the naked eye. And that is, you can see why Embiid gets so frustrated having a player like that as opposed to a player who can stretch the floor and give him some operating room. Well, it's the reason that uh, Houston is going so small, Gordon, because Russell Westbrook can't shoot either. And so the Rockets want to make him valuable. So they're surrounding him with players who can shoot the ball. He shot the ball pretty well against the Jazz the other day. From three? He made two of them. No, I mean, from all over the field. Yeah, well, I still contend that that was a good thing, but we can 
We can get into that a little bit more. But that's Houston adjusting to Russell Westbrook. The Sixers have adjusted to Ben Simmons by moving Embiid outside. And I think a lot of us, me included in the past, have have criticized Embiid for not being a more traditional big or because we've seen the size and we've seen the skill around the basket right. and wondered why he doesn't use that more. Well, the truth is, is because it's so crowded in the paint because yeah. whoever's guarding Ben Simmons just stands there. Well, anybody who's ever played basketball can relate with that frustration that when you have a teammate who operates in the same area where you are most effective and, and jams everything up in there. If I'm Embiid, I don't want to shoot three-pointers all the time. Right. Because he knows his game. Yeah. He knows he's good at that stuff. I mean, he can do that. But I mean, think of all the other things that he's capable of doing very effectively. And he's being limited by his own teammate. And that's, I don't know. Uh, do you think those two just don't like each other from a personality standpoint? Or is it all about the game? I would guess most of it is about the game. Because... Because both of them are fairly strong-minded and well, I uh, think fairly opinionated. I do think they're both trying to be the biggest celebrity in the room. Not unlike Shaq and Kobe yeah. back in the day, except for Shaq and Kobe were a really good fit on the floor. And they won championships. Where Simmons and Embiid aren't a terrific fit on the floor, and then competing for attention, it's probably not a recipe for a really healthy environment. Plus, I don't think Brent Brown is equipped to manage it. Maybe that's unfair to him, but I don't think he's proven himself to be a really great head coach either. It would uh, be difficult for a lot of coaches to manage this Agreed, one. but one thing Quinn Snyder is really good at, for example, is scheming his weaknesses. We, we saw that for years when he started Derek Favors and Rudy next to each other, which was not a great fit by modern basketball standards. But Quinn Snyder made it work, right? He, he schemed a way to make it work. Through the first part of Quinn Snyder's career here in Utah, he hasn't had a point guard. And he figured out a way to make that work. And, of course, uh, then he got George Hill. And, and Ricky Rubio was a good player for the Jazz. And now we see with Mike Conley. But remember when he was taping it together with Exum and Trey Burke and Howell Neto? And the, thing about, and I, the thing about Quinn is he's the smartest guy in the room. And the players know it. And so that's easy to follow. It's easier to follow. And if the explanation you're getting back, I mean, I don't know Brown at all. I, I, I don't know exactly what he's, I mean, I assume he's he's a keen basketball mind. But when it's obvious to the players that this guy knows what he's doing and has the best interests of the team in mind and thereby I will thrive as a part of that, if a coach can't convince you of that, then uh, then your team is in trouble. Yeah. And I think Philly's in trouble. I really do. They're, right now, they're an underachieving team, and I don't think they're going to be a threat in the playoffs because they don't have Jimmy Butler, and Ben Simmons can't be that guy who's going to have the ball in his hands in the playoffs. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yep, the defenses are too good. They're going to, uh, at least at the level that we're talking about. Playoff And level, that yeah. is the expectation to be great. Because we saw it last year when Philly almost beat Toronto. It wasn't Ben Simmons who was dictating the game. It was Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And now we're seeing what Jimmy... Uh, I mean, we've argued about this before, but I, I think Jimmy has gotten a bad rap over the past couple of years. I think he was just with the wrong group of players. Well, and and, and I, I, I'm guilty as anybody else because I kind of thought Jimmy Butler had a difficult attitude as well. Yeah. All right. We want to remind you about our friends at uh, Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing and get your preseason furnace tune-up and safety check for 33 bucks. Call 801-833-3333 or visit actionplumbing.net. Eric Walden of the Salt Lake Tribune will be on with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Bowler stops by at 5. Stay tuned. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network. Uh, Slama Lockton wanted a little Dave Matthews Gray Street so uh, here you go songs about Gray on a total request Tuesday tweet at Austin Horton want to remind you to purchase Ford Fan Zone all you can eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dog soda popcorn nachos and ice cream starting as low as 37 bucks a ticket visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all you can eat tickets now uh, we're having an argument over the gray shirt that, uh, that uh, Gordon is wearing today and uh, he thinks it's brown. It's not. It's gray. Austin has tweeted out a picture of it, and uh, I, I think Andrew Reinhardt's already agreed with me that it's gray, and now I think this is the deciding vote. Sven, our good friend, who is a, in fact, Wyoming Cowboy fan, in fact, his Twitter handle is at Cowboy in Utah, he says, as a brown aficionado, I can say with some authority, that is gray. And then he says, this is brown. And shows you, you know, some the hat. Well, hat, the, I, a Wyoming I tell hat. You, uh, that hat looks more gray than my shirt. False. Yes. False. Sorry, Sven. I'm I worried. love your tweets, but uh, I think this hat looks more gray than my shirt. I and know, my, and definitely more gray than the hat I'm wearing. I'm I'm really concerned about you. And plus, our friend Hugh Chasta trailer tweeted in a Sherman Sherwin Williams swatch of all the things that they consider to be gray. <laughs> and your shirt is definitely falling under the category of yeah, gray. Yeah, but you could do and the same thing with brown and have similar results. Are you are you doubting the expertise of the fine folks at Sherman Williams? No, I used to paint houses when I was a kid in high school. Uh, painted houses with my friends. Uh, had a profitable little business going. We've which, heard this story a hundred times. Uh, we did, we Let's did, move on. It was very profitable because we. I don't think we paid taxes. What does that matter to the discussion? Yeah. But anyway, I, we always went to Sherman Williams. Oh. We were regular customers, and we got great discounts because we were pros. Personally, I would have hired the good folks at uh, CERTA. CERTA Pro. <laughs> call 1-800-GO-CERTA. In fact, that's maybe who they we— They do painting, you do life. We should call 1-800-GO-CERTA and get their professional opinion <laughs> on this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's you know, get them on the, the horn. The contrast would be your sweatshirt that you're wearing with my shirt. Now, they are, they are completely different colors. One's a light and, gray and, you, and one's a darker and you gray. you admit yeah. that. that. One's is, a light gray and one's a darker gray. All right. Andrew Reinhardt joins us now in studio sorry, from Wasatch Andrew, Medical sorry, Clinic. I, let me apologize to our listeners. Because this is one of those arguments that's going to live in infamy, but it's going to cause a headache for everybody else. It already has for me. And well, it has for me as uh, well. Speaking of headaches, you shouldn't have to put up with that as part of your love oh, life, Andrew, yes, right? the huh? pills and the headaches. So true. <laughs> Don't deal with that. Don't <laughs> do it. We are eliminating the headaches when it comes to the pill. Uh, in all seriousness, the, the other treatments for ED that have been out there for years, they come with these just horrible side yeah. effects, and you don't have to put up with that stuff. Yeah, we have the first and only thing, as far as I know, that treats erectile dysfunction that is the root cause problem. It's the non-medication approach. Uh, 90% of our patients probably 
come in because they have had a frustration with the pill. It either doesn't work or it causes side effects. That's kind of the first thing everybody does. They go take the pill. Um, when it doesn't work like what they want, they come see us. This opens up the blood vessels. Kind of think of it as a plumbing problem. Um, we solve that. We increase blood flow so you get normal, natural function in the bedroom. Think about the spontaneity back in your life. That's what guys crave so much. So oysters alone won't do the trick then. That's, they will not. Uh, no, yeah, oysters alone. Yeah. Do aphrodisiacs work at all? I don't know. Not, not oysters, I wouldn't think. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that always seemed kind of like, oysters, really? Yeah. Well, the thing about it, though, Andrew, I remember the first time you came in here and you were describing what the process is. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not difficult to... Uh, to understand that this would work. Right. You kind of think of it like uh, breaking down a muscle in the gym and building it up stronger. We cause micro-inflammation in the blood vessels. That causes them to regrow and clear out. So, and we do we do x-rays or ultrasounds, I should say, throughout the treatments, and you can hear the difference in blood flow. Mm -hmm. There's more wow. blood going, going into this part of the body as the treatments go on. So, that's what ED is. It's a lack of blood flow. All right, so uh, you're you're not only helping our listeners with this ish issue, but you're taking the risk out of finding out more information. We are. Uh, we know guys are so hesitant when it comes to this issue. ED gets worse before it gets better. Uh, call us right now. We'll do the initial assessment, exam, blood flow ultrasound that I mentioned, um, totally free. Uh, we've also got a Valentine's Day special. Call us now and come in and take our treatments. We'll give you something special that will uh, produce instant results in the bedroom. I don't think I've ever seen it fail. That's free as well to those that call. All right. Get it done. 801-901-8000. Valentine's Day is basically here. Use it as yeah. an excuse to, to get things figured out. Thank yeah. you, Andrew. You got it. Thanks, guys. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. That's 801-901-8000. Eric Walden joins us next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.